0: Hi, my name is Katie Grigg, and welcome to another episode of Wicked Good Development, where we talk shop with OSS innovators, experts in the industry, and really dig into what's happening in the developer community. For today's episode, we're continuing our State of the Software Supply Chain Highlight Series and featuring Tara Condon, VP of Product Marketing and Analyst Relations here at Sonatype. But before we jump into that, Tara, can you talk a little bit about who you are and what lens you're bringing to today's conversation?
1: Certainly. Uh, Tara Condon. Um, I recently joined the Sonatype team, but I have been studying regulation in all forms for my entire career. Previously, the telecom industry and now so excited to dive into these uh, important changes relative to security in the supply chain.
0: Thanks, Tara. So let's dive in. As mentioned, I know that you were a big contributor to this year's report and you particularly were a part of the establishment and expansion of software supply chain regulation and standards. Obviously given your background, this makes total sense. So my first question for you is there appears to be a ripple effect on policies related to supply chain security, even outside of the U.S. since last year's executive order was signed by Biden. Why do you think that we are seeing that happening?
1: So I think that even in advance of that, a number of world events turned attention towards the supply chain. So, um, so some major areas of disruption include the, you know, Russian Russian and Ukraine war. Um, I think the semiconductor shortage, um, and I think also, you know, consumers were feeling the pinch associated with wanting goods that they couldn't get in in the time that they that they expected, or perhaps paying more. So I think that there was generally global interest in the supply chain. Then. Log4j happened. So, um, that shined a very, very bright light on, um, software, uh, supply chain vulnerabilities. Now those vulnerabilities already existed, but it really put the focus on malicious, uh, malicious cyber attacks and and potentially how pervasive they are and, and how broadly they could impact, um, nations, consumers, uh, and even privacy. So, um, so all of that then led to, um, Great efforts by the United States and Germany. Uh, they were first up with um, a really focused um, executive orders and legislation associated with the supply chain. And then that was quickly followed by other countries, um, Japan, uh, Canada, and the UK. Um, so there is really, um, really a global focus uh, spreading around the world.
0: That's fantastic to hear. I mean, we're all kind of working in towards that one direction where we're really trying to kind of fight for the greater good, I think, at this point. Just because it is so prevalent now that what we are seeing. All right. So next question. I've seen a lot in the report. There is a couple mentions of S bombs. Can you elaborate on, you know, how we're seeing that kind of evolve in today's market?
1: Certainly. So, so um, let's let's um, let's double set. So, SBOM stands for software bill of materials, which is effectively an ingredients list of what's in your software often components, and uh, we have to remember that it's a snapshot in time because components sometimes change and their dependencies change. Um, so what we're seeing is two primary uh, trends with regard to s So the first is um, a standardization related to best practices. So um, So, and I have to look at this acronym because I want to make sure I get it right. So the National Telecommunication and Information Assurance Administration, which we know is NTIA, um, has done a great deal of work on this. Um, And that's ultimately um, what what is informing a a number of other standards. So what I would encourage folks who want to learn more about this to go to um, ntia.gov forward slash SBOM. Some great information there on best practices. Um, And then I think number two is that S bombs are starting to become required. So I think that um, for contractors of the federal government, so to so to talk a little bit more about this is that federal agencies are instructed to follow uh, NIST guidelines, um, and NIST specifically requires that um, that software suppliers to the government be able to produce S bombs. Um, so that. That will soon. Um, th- that is a that's a requirement that's popping up. Also, it's not just in the uh, public sector; in the private sector, um, we're seeing regulation um, to potentially guide or require bombs there. So, so particularly the um, the FDA uh, had open for consideration um, an bomb requirement tied to uh, medical devices. So, for example, if you wanted to get FDA approval, um, bombs could potentially in the future be a component of that. So. All of this coming together says that um, S-bombs are here now, becoming more pervasive and here to stay.
0: That's fantastic. I know that's definitely been something that we've been talking about for quite some time here at Sonatype. So it's nice to finally start seeing more of the broader community and, you know, really the government behind it starting to see that it it has extreme value. So, Tara, last question. I know I probably didn't warn you about this, but... Any advice from key takeaways that people should really be focusing on when they look at this section of the you know state of the software supply chain report.
1: So I think it's um focus on readiness. So I would say look through the lens of what does this mean to my own organization now. Um, and I think the good thing is that um, before when considering issues of, of software supply chain, um, you kind of had to find your own way. I think that because there's so much focus on this, there's a great deal of best practices that, that um, even in advance of, of your particular industry having an immediate need for it. Um, there's plenty of opportunity for readiness and, and plenty of roadmaps to help get you there and um, companies like Sonatype to help you along the way.
0: All right. Well, you have heard it straight from Tara, guys. Go out and check out the State of the Software Supply Chain Report. It came out October 18th. um, So it is fresh off the press. So please do check it out. And Tara, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today.
1: And thank you for inviting me. It was great to be here.